Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today with me I have Dr. Brandon Roberts, the Chief Science Officer of Tailored Coaching Method. What you are about to hear is this week's research review. Every single week we are going to bring you a short 10 to 20 minute podcast breaking down one specific topic diving into all the research and teaching you as much as possible and giving you application takeaways to use this for a science-based approach. So stay tuned and get ready for this week's research review. All right, so today we're going to talk about meditation. And I'm excited about this one because uh, I get asked about this all the time. Um, Meditation has been one for me that has been something that like comes and goes out of my routine. It's something that I will admit that I struggle to keep consistent on a daily basis. I've been better about it as of late, but there's periods of time where I just skip it altogether. Um, And I think a lot of people get into this mindset of like, I'm not stressed. I don't need to meditate. But what I found is it's much more of a prehab than a rehab. It's much more of a, a thing that I practice daily because it creates stillness and clarity. And then I have a lot of good ideas when I meditate because I'm actually bringing things down and calming down. And I've you know, I'll journal afterwards, but more than anything, it allows me to handle stress that's going to be thrown at me later on. Um, but the main reason I'm excited about this is because I'm hoping you bring a little bit of uh, action and science into this because I know a lot of people always want to talk about the science behind meditation and I'm really not familiar with much, to be honest with you. I always kind of looked at it as a, like a, a weird hippie thing. I pictured somebody sitting on a rug crisscross, like with their fingers up humming <laughs> and like, that's not always the case. But once I started seeing all these very successful people and happy people meditating, I just didn't even care about science. I just looked at it and was like, there's no way this is a coincidence that all these people I look up to and study from meditate. So I'm going to give it a shot. And it's been a, it's been a really, really cool thing in my life. Um, but I'm curious of what you put together and, and what kind of science we can drop for the people on this. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been kind of uh, the same thought and, and that is, Maybe I, I don't really like, I don't stress easily. I don't, I don't need meditation necessarily. It, it's hard for me to stop thinking. So to stop thinking just seems like painful. Yeah. Um, so I did dig in and there's one meta-analysis. It's huge. It's like, it's in JAMA, which is like the big giant health journal. When you yeah. see stuff in JAMA, it's usually pretty good. Um, and I didn't like want to get too deep into it, but what they did was they, collected all the trials, randomized control trials and non-randomized control trials, which is important because sometimes we do things that are not randomized and it's okay. Um, so 47 in total, over 3000 participants. And they looked wow. at their different kind of outcomes. So they had like anxiety, depression, stress, mental health, quality of life, substance abuse, eating habits, sleep, pretty much anything you can think of. Like this, this thing was a huge paper. Um, and they essentially, essentially found that meditation, not a specific type, but meditation in general, uh, reduced all of these bad things like stress, like depression, anxiety, everything that I just mentioned. Um, and it was a moderate effect, which when we do moderate meta-analyses, we compare, you know, your intervention group to your control group or whatever your other group is. And then you divide by the standard deviation, which is just a variance factor. So it doesn't give us like a a percent necessarily, but a moderate effect is about as strong as, actually it's probably a a bit stronger than like creatine would have on your performance or caffeine. Um, So so it's pretty strong Um, and it's obviously free. That just takes some time. Um, So 
the, the reviewers or authors also found that the best type of meditation, like looking a little bit deeper, was this mindfulness meditation. And that's kind of like um, you hear people say, be present, kind of control your thoughts, label them and things like that. Um, that's was starting to show some, some stronger benefits than some other types of meditation. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I know the 30 to 50 types of meditation or however many there are. Um, I did pick out a few because I've used some of these, um, but that was kind of the, the sum of evidence. Meditation is good, like better than I thought, better than most people think and something that you should probably use. And in fact, I would not be surprised if in the next 20 years, We'll say it's part of like um, like the AC, you know, the, the guidelines for health, right? You know, your general guidelines are eat vegetables, so so many vegetables, exercise daily. Like, I would not be surprised if meditation was in there in the next ten to twenty years. Yeah. Um, so very strong. That is uh, that's super strong. One question I have on this too is, um, I mean, one for context for people, even if you're listening, you're like, yeah, but I'm still, I'm not stressed, so I don't need to lower anxiety. Again, it can be preventative as well, right? That's a big key. But um, when you say mindfulness, what does that mean, first of all, for the people listening? And then also, did they monitor, like, did they put in the study, was it guided? Was it, because I'm always curious of, you know, I've had people tell me that meditation increased their anxiety. I'm like, well, how are you meditating? And they're like, well, I just lay down and I try not to think. And I'm like, well, first of all, you can't not think. That's like your brain is going to think <laughs> like, so yeah. you're going to be thinking about something. It's more about redirecting your thoughts to remove negative thoughts. Right. And so, and that's probably the mindfulness aspect of it, but sometimes people need guided meditation to even know how to do that. But I'm just curious, did they give them guidance? Did they use an app that like walked them through it or. So this, this analysis specifically just took everything mm. with meditation. So there was no like specific types that they looked at. Like I'm multiple. sure. There are, yeah, there are other analyses that have looked at specific outcomes. Um, this was just like the best one I found. I was like, okay, we got to talk about this one. Uh, but you're right. There are different types of meditation. And so like, for example, the first one I used was kind of this breathing meditation where you like focus on your breathing, right? Deep breaths, calm shoulders, things like that. Um, so that was in there. Uh, the body scan where you kind of go from your head to your toes and kind of touch each body part and think about it um, was one that was included. And then kind of this observation meditation or like observing thought meditation where like you're sitting there quietly, relaxed, and as a thought comes up, you kind of label it and say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. And then you just kind of like slightly push it away, (laughs) right? And you kind of like don't think too much about one thing. Um, so again, not like some super meditation expert, but I think it's, it's shown to be very beneficial. And now that I've kind of dug in a little bit surface level, I'm I'm probably going to dig in some more. So we might, might have to cover this one again in the future. Yeah. I know. I love it. Was there the last question I have on it? And then I'm going to share some of my thoughts on how I meditate. Um, was there any, uh, noting of how long, cause I've heard random people throw out numbers like, you know, 17 minutes is where you start to see relief of anxiety. And you're like, okay, where did you pull that number out? You know? So, um, people always ask me, I'm like, do you have three minutes to spare? Yes. Okay. Start there. You know what I mean? Like anything, right. You want to do it for 30, go for it. I don't, but 
you know, I get benefit out of five to 10 minutes, you know, but I know people are like, I got to meditate for 20 minutes a day. And it's like, okay, like, do you know if there was any listed, um, research on like the benefits increasing after a certain point or something not being enough time? Um, so their, their main type of time frame. So they didn't do like minutes or anything. They had everything from like five minutes to seems like hours. Um, but their main component was weeks. So like how, how many times did, how many weeks did you do it in a row? Um, and it looks like the longer you do it, the better, but somewhere around eight weeks is kind of like your key, key performance kind of indicator, um, for most of the, the anxiety and stress stuff. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Um, cool. I mean, if that's not enough evidence for you guys to jump into this and use it I mean you can use the anecdotal evidence of all the successful people who do it that's what I did but this is even cooler because it shows legitimacy to it uh, from a research perspective but uh, just for the listeners what I've always done for meditation there's been two different kinds Um, one has been a mantra focused meditation and this would be in my opinion the best way to do this would be um, almost you know write out mantras that are essentially like affirmations, right? Empowering you about something, right? Um, and you can do different things. I, I actually had something that was listed out from somebody that I took this from, but it was, they had anchor points, like honor was an anchor word. Appreciation was an anchor word. Love was an anchor word. And then they had blanks in the senses. So it'd be like, I honor blank for blank. I appreciate blank for blank. And you can cater that to you and whatever you need to focus on or get over or whatever it may be. But you can also use this as a way to just empower yourself. So just list out meditation mantras or affirmations you're literally just repeating it in your head. And then a thought's going to come up. You're going to see that thought. You're going to get distracted. And your job is to, to, as soon as you can, go, oh, wait, nope, push that away. Go back to my mantra. Because what you're trying to do is just reinforce that message in your head. Um, that can be a good way to start just to try to get into meditation. Um, now, I tend to do a little bit more of the, the body scan or the observation style. And the way I do that, and this is the reason I do this is more because I am a creator for a living. That's what I do. And so for me, I usually start with a few thoughts I want to meditate on. And this can be really helpful for people. It can be a person, it can be a struggle, it can be something you're trying to create, something you're trying to build, something you're trying to work through. And you take that thought and you meditate on it and you spend five, 10, 20 minutes, however long sitting on that thought and letting your mind see where it takes you and really mapping it out. And you can be very creative with this process and really try to visualize whatever it is that you're creating. And oftentimes I come out of a meditation and I'm like, I got things to write down and stuff. And this even happens to me, uh, in my sleep, sometimes I'll have I'd, like ideas like in the middle of the night and I'll like roll over and write them down on my nightstand because I don't want to lose the idea. Right. But, um, you know, and I've heard people say this about, uh, like cardio, like when I'm doing cardio, sometimes I have like these ideas and thoughts and it's like, it's a form of meditation. You're doing something that doesn't allow you to be distracted by anything, but constantly moving. So your mind is just in a still place that it can just kind of work and wander. Um, float tanks, same thing, even massages to a certain extent, same thing. So, um, just some, some practical takeaways for me personally, that's typically what I do when it comes to meditation is, is the body scan just so I can try to be still with myself or the observation style so I can meditate on a specific topic. Yeah, I, um, though I, I don't meditate regularly. It's, it's something that I'm, gonna try to do maybe um <laughs> even even after reading the research i'm like oh this i'm just not good at it uh but when i was successful it was shorter so i started with like just a few minutes right three three to five minutes and then i think i worked up to maybe 20 minutes max um a couple days a week 
but I would use candles and kind of, I can't forget the word for this, but just kind of watch yep. the candle dance. Um, so that was my way to kind of get, not through it, but to relax a little bit was to focus on the candle flame versus like my thoughts that are creeping up towards my head. Um, so that's helped me. I, I do really think it's interesting. Um, and it would be, I, I, we don't see it in like the research that I'm really in, like obviously hypertrophy nutrition stuff is just not like where's meditation, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like this whole other world of um, psychological research. It's just quite fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think you should start getting into it again, um, only because I was very resistant to it. And and but what I've noticed is honestly, for me, it's still to this day hard to get into it. Like once I sit there and I start, it's just like hard for me to slow down or not want to open my eyes or hear the fan going and be like, oh shit, there's a, what's that? What's that outside? I heard something over there. And like, I'm just thinking about everything, but nothing or what I should be thinking about during the meditation. Um, but it's always like when I finally get deep into it, breathing and I'm chilling, then all of a sudden I start having a lot of creative thoughts and ideas and it kind of, it ends up working really well to just honestly better for creative thinking. This is the same reason why a lot of people that create content or, or write any written content, I often recommend reading fictional books because if you can really get into a fictional book and just observe how great that author is for creating what they created, which is completely false. It's fiction as can be like Harry Potter, the world of Harry Potter. How the hell do you create all those little intricacies, the languages and the spells and the different creatures and the dorms and all that shit. Um, I don't even like Harry Potter, but I can respect it so much. And like learning from those kind of authors allows you to be a better creative writer. Well, I think meditating allows you to be a better creative thinker. And if you can be a better creative thinker, you can communicate better. You can build things better. You can work better. It's just, there's a, there's a lot of benefits to it outside of just obviously what is shown in research, reducing anxiety and stress. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I do, I, I'll give myself some credit. I read a ton of like fiction books. Like I, I probably read like 12 or 15 this year. Um, and not like baby books, like 400 page, like series books. And and it's something that I use almost like meditation, but it's not obviously, um, to just like turn off the science, Yeah, turn it off, turn it off. You're good. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's actually a good point too. Cause for people listening to, if we really like break down, what is the point of meditation for you? You can find other ways to do it. If meditation is too difficult for you, because if it's just a matter of stress and anxiety relief or turning things off exactly like a form of meditation for me is when I'm driving listening to hip-hop or metal instead of a podcast or an audiobook where I'm trying to learn because all day it's just information 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 and then I get in my truck and I have some alone time guess what more information but every once in a while I'm like all right turn on something that's screaming at me with a really loud guitar and drums and I can just like zone out or going on a walk without my headphones just listen to the birds and stuff like that which sounds very like woo woo but it's a form of meditation. It slows you down. It allows you to turn things off. And I think that's, that's a huge takeaway. So I'm glad you actually brought that up. Yeah, so. sure. Cool. All right, guys. Well, if you, if you, uh, if you haven't been yet, try meditation out. If you have any questions about meditation, go ahead and send us anything. Cause I'm sure Brandon's going to dig deeper into this and maybe we'll do some further research. Otherwise, um, I would just look up how other people meditate and start it yourself. Mm -hmm.